And unfortunately, there's just no vegan soup kitchens in New York. So after I did my Google search and came up with nothing, I said, well, let me just do it, you know, do it myself. I'll just make the meals and distribute them. Welcome to the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show with your host, Jerry Saber. Hello and welcome to the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show. My name is Jerry Saber and in this show I interview the people across the entire plant-based sector from food and biotech startups to investors and established companies. But today I want to introduce you to another kind of business. When I was starting the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show, my idea was that one episode per month would be dedicated to a vegan or plant-based charity or nonprofit. And I'm really happy to have Michelle Carrera from Chili's on Wheels joining me today to kick this off. So Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, it's great to have you here. And I'm really glad that um, Kiki from Veganizer connected us because it's a really cool business organization that you have running here. But for people who don't know you, can you just explain, you know, in a nutshell, what is Chili's on Wheels? Sure. So Chili's on Wheels is a um, food distribution organization. We um, prepare vegan food for people that are in need of a warm meal. Um, And we provide vegan education to people of low income. Uh, We engage youth into participating in their communities. Um, And, you know, we, we really just take food out to people that need it. Awesome. And did you start this completely on your own or did you have someone to help you out? So I started with my uh, lovely co-founder who is um, six years old now, but who was four years old at the time. Um, His name is Ollie. Yeah. And yeah, Ollie is joining us today. So Ollie, the second part of the founding team of Chili's on Wheels, welcome to the Plant-Based Entrepreneur Show. It's so great to have you here, man. Yeah. Well, I've got just a couple of questions for you, okay? So um, tell me, what's what's your job with Chili's on Wheels? What do you do? I give out people chili. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what what's your favorite thing about this? What do you like the most? That it's not the chili, it's even other stuff like pasta, mac, vegan mac and cheese. Okay, so it's not just chilies on wheels, it's also pasta and vegan mac and cheese on wheels. That's that's awesome. And are are you the one making all the chili and, and the pasta? No, my mom makes it. Your mom makes it. Do, do you help out in the kitchen or are you more handling the distribution side? Uh, my mom knows how to cook, so he does it by himself. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> and uh, why is this... Thing that you do, the distribution of chilies to people in it, why is this so important? Um, because people, some people don't have houses that you have to sleep in the benches. Mm-hmm. And we have to give them food because they're so hungry. Right. Do people mm-hmm. like it when, yeah. when you give yeah. them chilies? Awesome. Yeah. Okay, Ollie, just one last question. So you're doing some pretty amazing stuff now and you're only six years old. What what do you think you're gonna be doing when you're older? Um, I'm gonna give people more chili, more pasta, more vegan mac and cheese, and it's and it's even pizza. 
pizza mm-hmm. as well. Wow. Okay, that sounds an amazing plan. And do you know about Minecraft? <laughs> I do know about Minecraft. Yes. Are you you like Minecraft? Yeah. C- can you create chili in Minecraft? No. Oh. No. Uh, you can't do that because um the zombie um the zombie. I think they're gonna make a new update in Minecraft called. <laughs> there's even mods in Minecraft. So Maybe there could be a, a vegan Minecraft. Vegan chili Minecraft? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Minecraft mod. Yeah. Cool. Hey, thanks so much uh, for joining us on the show, Ollie. And I really, I can't wait to see what you do in the future, man. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry about all those Minecraft questions. Hey, that, that's okay. What, what an amazing kid. That's great. So um, has, has Ollie been vegan since birth? He's been, yeah, I've been vegan for... 14, 15 years. Um, so he, he was vegan through conception and, you know, pregnancy and, and birth. Yeah. Oh, and was that particularly hard for you in any way? Um, I don't think so. I think I had already been vegan for a long time before. So it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that much of a shock or anything. And I didn't go through regular doctors. I went through a midwife and I had an alternative kind of water birth, you know, so it, they were more supportive, I guess, than just regular medical doctors. Yeah, good. I, I, I love hearing that. I mean, it's it's pretty much the same with all the vegan kids that I know, my own niece included. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, for, for some reason, it's just uh, the bad stories that kind of make it into the press. Although, you know, right, like yeah. I said, in my own experience, vegan kids are just amazing. Yeah. And I, I think yours just proved it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm a little biased, so, <laughs> but yeah. So, Thanks. but what what's your story? So you've been vegan for a long time. Have you also worked for other charities or nonprofits before? Um, yeah, I worked, that was my, my professional background was in nonprofits. I worked as a data uh, coordinator, manager, director for a number of nonprofits, uh, adult literacy, um, in other, you know, in other sectors, not just vegan sectors, but adult literacy, um, uh, including one that had mental health services. Um, so I've worked in a variety of nonprofit fields. Yeah. And um, what what was the main reason for a choosing this profession and b going vegan? Were those kind of interrelated the same way that they're interrelated now with with Chili's on Wheels? Well, actually, they are very related. So I went vegan, I was like 21 years old. Um, and, you know, I, I became a, an activist for animal rights a couple of, of years later. And that volunteer kind of experience was what I used in my resume at the time. You know, building up a resume as a 20-year-old, you use a lot of the experience. Yeah. Not necessarily employment, but that you know that you did on your spare time with volunteering. So I use that kind of experience to apply to nonprofits, you know, nonprofit fields in general. And so it's very related. So sometimes I say that uh, you know the person that got me vegan was my chicken, right? You um, had a chicken because yeah, he was a chicken. He was the one who made me vegan. And I say that because of him, I had the career even that I had because everything can lead back to to him, you know, to his love. So <laughs> awesome. And yeah. then in 
2014 you you started chilies on wheels how how did that can come to be like what was the so reason that, for starting it yeah that was completely uh, not expected i did not go into it thinking that i was going to have this organization um, i didn't even think that it was going to be an organization um, i was looking for a volunteer opportunity to do with ollie to bring vegan food you know as a soup kitchen kind of thing on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and unfortunately, there's just no vegan soup kitchens in New York. So after I did my Google search and came up with nothing, I said, well, let me just do it, you know, do it myself. I'll just make the meals and distribute them. And, you know, through my, with like my little pots and my four stuff, I did just 15 meals. That's all that I could do for 15 chilies. And um, so we took that out and something about, you know, the seeing for the first time the need out there, you know, I couldn't just go back to doing nothing. So that's, that's, that's where it was born out of seeing that need firsthand. And now two years later, you have what, four or five chapters in the continental US and another one in Puerto Rico. That's if, correct. If yeah, we do, yeah, we do about uh, 800 meals a month right now. Um, we, and we have chapters coming up soon too. So, um, yeah, it's quite a, quite a journey. How, how did that growth happen? Was that organic or did, did you promote it or how, how did you get to that point? Right. So after doing it for a couple of months, um, I, you know, I, I found myself at a wall where I couldn't afford to keep growing it out of my own pocket. So then I did a crowdfunding campaign. I said, well, let me see if there's an interest if people would like to donate to this. Um, and that's where then it, it got shaped into a nonprofit and, and registered. Um, and yeah, the, the um, people welcomed it so much, you know, and spread it. And all of a sudden then I was, you know, interviewed and word spread, you know, in blogs and, and from, Portland, someone contacted me and said, hey, I'd like to do this too. Um, and so that's where the, even the idea of chapters just kind of came about, you know. Um, and, and it just continues to spread like that. Awesome. So um, <laughs> if, if it's not a secret, where, where are the next chapters popping up? Uh, where there's, <laughs> there's another one coming up in uh, Baltimore. Well, Baltimore already came out. I'm sorry. There's another one coming in Boston. And uh, there's one coming up in Seattle. So. Wow. <sighs> cool. And you've got one in Puerto Rico as well. Yeah, we have one in Puerto Rico. I am originally from Puerto Rico. So um, this is something that also was very dear to my heart. It's also in the same town where I grew up, even though it's not, it wasn't someone that I knew from back then. So um, that was very exciting for me. Awesome. You know, um, I don't know if you noticed this in the news or, or not, but about six months ago, there was this Italian chef who'd set up a vegan night in a homeless shelter. And a lot of the people there weren't really happy with it. Um, what kind of reactions are you getting from those that you help? Like, what, what's your experience with handing out vegan food to, to homeless? Uh, it's overwhelmingly positive. I can't really say that we have negative reactions. Um, we have, we do have one person who, you know, who sees us every week. He's become a friend of ours, but he tells us like, it's not chili if it doesn't have meat, you know, it's just rice and beans. Then, 
And so, but then it just becomes a joke. And then, you know, next time they, that he was there, I just said, hey, so I have your rice and beans if you want it. So, I mean, and he takes it anyway. So it just becomes kind of a, a joke. Uh, so you have that kind of reaction of people, um, you know, a little, you know, a little dug in their ways of, of if it doesn't have meat, it's not a real meal or, um, but I mean, they still take the food and eat it and, and say, wow, well, it was still really good. So, you know, it's just that kind of, of facing, you know, the word vegan, I think is, is what is the difference there, you know, just kind of facing that for the first time. But once they taste the food and they genuinely enjoy it. Yeah, because it's undeniably it's it's good, but it's also it's healthier and it's more economical when you get down to to the bottom line, right? I mean, right. you you can't make the same amount of food with with animal-based ingredients that you can with with plant-based foods. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. So the vegan food is kind of slowly making its way into other institutions like hospitals and schools and even prisons are now offering vegetarian options. So what do you think is the future of this and how can we make it happen faster? Um, I mean, I, of course, hope that the future is that it's all, you know, the world's going to be vegan. And I think that it's inevitable uh, if you look at the sustainability of animal agriculture in terms of its environmental impact i mean i just don't think that in the future it's going to be even possible um to grow meat so thankfully um a vegan world is the future now how to make this faster i don't know i think that bringing it into your communities is always a good thing um we we forget that you know we, we, tr we always try to advocate towards you know towards the outside but we forget to kind of look into a our neighbors are, you know, the people that are closest to us. You know, we, we try to make these campaigns, you know, all this big level stuff, but we forgot to focus locally. And I think that's really the key is bringing it to the people around you um, and infiltrating these kind of um, institutions and, and like food justice communities, uh, community gardens, um, uh, soup kitchens like us giving it to making it affordable and making it um uh you know for people that are right there with you know at the ground level if that makes sense yeah that that makes all the sense in the world absolutely <laughs> and you, you probably know that from just research and well your own experience the effects the benefits of vegan food are undeniable first of all you you have children who mm -hmm. do react very <laughs> positive to it as you would know but also for instance um i i believe that in in prisons when you compare prison populations who are just eating plant-based foods and you know as opposed to regular food the people on vegan food normally fare better not not in terms of health, but in terms of how they can be rehabilitated and reintegrated into society than than those who are fed whatever they're being fed in prisons, you know? Um, yeah, and you know, there's some studies out, um, and I don't quite, you know, I'm not a scientist, so this is not necessarily my area of expertise, but um, that that the food that you that you take in really does affect like your behavior. It affects your outlook. Um, how biologically it affects you know, your, your 
thought process. Um, so, you know, to that effect, there's something there and there's some research being done on it. Um, but also, if you look at, if you integrate the food that you eat with the education on why and why it's important, I, I like to, um, you know, when I'm talking to people, I like to talk about the animals because I really do think that when there's, when there's empathy um, developed, I think the the benefits of a of a vegan diet per se is goes a lot further because you're you're developing a reason for being this way and and that just opens up a whole new kind of world for you of you know of interconnectedness of people you know tend, have a better ability to feel like they're part of something like they're do, making a difference that their actions matter so it goes beyond just the food that they're taking in it it changes their whole outlook you know on on everything on life and i think that that's pretty amazing yeah so that is that your main approach when when you're promoting veganism to to the people that get your food is it um animals or do you include the other two major factors of of this kind of diet that being health and and the environment I, I primarily focus on the animals just because that's that's my focus, right? Um, and, you know, when, when you talk about what matters to you, people are more likely to, to respond to that. Um, but, I mean, of course, we also offer information on the health aspect. We include information on the environment. You know, we have a pamphlet that kind of covers all of that um, that we hand out to people. So we, we do kind of cover on that. But empathy and, and kindness for everyone is kind of like our what drives us and what drives our education process. Cool. And um, I have to ask uh, the the logo that you have right now on the website, the chilies on wheels with that red cart with, with chilies on that. Was that <laughs> factual? Did you actually have a little red cart to, to pull around the, the chilies? Well, we didn't have, we never had a red cart, but we did have just car like regular carts. You know, we don't, we live in the city, so we don't, we don't have a car. Um, we don't, you know, I just bought a, ba a van, but, you know, for the longest time, we didn't have any van, any cars. So we would take all the food uh, in carts on the subway. So, you know, from our, you know, homes, dragging the carts with all the food and all the drink and all the supplies on it. So it's never, it was never a red cart, but they were carts with wheels like that. So, <laughs> So besides Ollie, how, how many people do you normally have helping out with your uh, chili distribution? Um, so we have a, a lot of volunteers. We, I want to say that we have um, around eight, eight to ten people on a, on a given Saturday, uh, but they, they always vary. So people don't always come every week. Um, and we do open it up for children and uh, the youth. So we work with um, a high school that... So they have an animal rights club, and so members of that club come with us every week and, and help us out. And we give positions of leadership to you know to youth. So we really try to encourage young people to volunteer and, and to do this and to you know be a part of their community. Um, part of the part of what I found when I was trying to find a volunteer thing with Ollie was that there were no volunteer no places and no organizations that allowed children. And I imagine you know for a lot of reasons, but. Uh, it's there's just a lack of of that of finding a place where the whole family can volunteer uh, even if you're not like say 12 years old it seemed like 12 years old was like the minimum that you could go 
So, um, yeah. So part of part of our organization is also to give to allow children to be a contributor to that. I, th I think that's great, and it's kind of strange hearing that because obviously, you know, Ollie loves doing that, and the couple kids that I do know personally, I think they would all love the idea of helping out with something, especially mm -hmm. if they're involved with with their parents. So. Um, yeah, no, that I think that's a really, really good approach to to get the entire family involved. Yeah, I think so too. You know, not a lot of places allow that, so uh, we we do we really enjoy it, and we feel that having children become a part of that, having children be exposed to you know to different people, to the act of of helping out, um, it prepares them to be better adults, adults that you know care about the world, adults that don't view you know this type of volunteer work as a drag or it's just they view them as part of their normal life you know if you've had to do this something as a child over and over and over again it just becomes part of who you are you don't think twice about it so um i wish that more more organizations would allow kids to volunteer because i really do think it it should be an integral part of childhood yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely i i totally agree there so you said that you started this um well you started this on your own, but then you went with a crowdfunding campaign. What what are the main sources of your funding right now? Is it still crowdfunded? Do you, do you have a lot of donations coming in, or um, what drives Chili's on Wheels? Yeah, so we count with the support of two foundations, uh, Welfare World um, and Pollination Project, which helped us in the beginning. Um, and they are two organizations that only fund uh, plant-based options. Um, so, um, especially a welfare world only funds plant-based solutions to hunger. And, um, but mostly it comes from individual contributors, people that, um, you know, people that find out about us and give us, you know, whatever, a certain amount of money every month or every once in a while. Um, we do a couple of, uh, fundraisers, you know, every so often. And, that's kind of you know we just kind of stay afloat like that awesome so what, what would you say is the hardest part about setting up and running a charity like this um i would say that it's 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 the ability to keep on going even when it gets really hard um i i want to you know it's it's never easy especially in the beginning uh, trying to secure funding is never easy, especially if you're vegan here, especially in the United States. When companies here that uh, or foundations hear the word vegan, they kind of back off a little, uh, and they don't necessarily want to attach their name to that. Uh, we don't shy away. You know, sometimes um, we've thought about perhaps using the word plant-based or. Um, not going quite into detail of the reasons for a vegan diet, but um, ultimately it is what it is. This is the reason why it exists, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to shy away from that, but that also means that there's less of going to be less of a support from organizations that are not um, vegan themselves or that are not completely plant-based. So, for example, we had a, a popular, I don't want to name them, a popular bean company who um, who did not you know did not agree to a donation even though what we were asking for is the same that other organizations ask for um, because of the word vegan because they also receive you know 
uh, income from the animal agriculture business. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of the main reasons there because otherwise i can't really see why an organization wouldn't want to get attached to to a non-profit that is obviously working in in the direction that our, our future is actually headed you know? right it's, and that happens to you know across the board with also foundations like city or government um, um programs that just will not support us even though the work that we're doing falls in line would fall in line with their mission if only the word vegan was not was not there or you know so i mean it is what it is and and again we don't shy away from it because it's the purpose of it is also to talk about veganism and and educate the community about a plant-based diet so we don't want to shy away from that oh yeah i think those attitudes will change i, I just hope that they change fast enough really correct yeah, yeah. So that was the hardest part, and uh, what's the best part of doing what you do? Uh, the best part is the people, hands down. Um, you know, we've we've formed friendships. We've been doing it um, almost two two years. On Thanksgiving, it'll be our two year anniversary, and uh, we've gotten to know you know people week after week after week, um, and they've become our friends. You know, and and almost our family too. Uh, for Ollie's birthday, we decided to have, um, you know, his party, his cake, his party um, there at distribution with, you know, with the people that we see every Saturday, you know, sharing the cake with everyone, um, sharing the time with them. For for me, that's the best part. It's it's having a community together, enjoying themselves, being human, um, you know, with with meals that have not harmed anyone. So not harming anyone. And being together in that same space. That's the best. That's totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone who's listening to this, if they want to start a local chapter of Chili's on Wheels, what are the steps to take? Uh, so the first thing that you want to do is check out what the, what the need is. Check out where people hang out what would be the best spot to, um, to go to, how many, people's there, you know, how many people there are, and then just get back to us. Uh, you can check us out on our website, uh, chiliesonwheels.org, and there's a um, tab there for how to set up a chapter. Just get in touch with us, and we'll help you out along the way. Cool, and um, obviously from uh, the interview with Ollie, it doesn't absolutely need to be just chilies, right? It, it can be pasta or <laughs> vegan mac and cheese too. That's right. So we, you know, we started off just doing chili, but, um, you know, during the summer it, it becomes, it's a hot meal. So you don't necessarily want to drink a hot soup during summer. So yeah. we kind of vary the menu a little bit. Uh, we've also started getting donations from vegan restaurants of, um, either food that they've made for an event that didn't go through or something. So, um, we've, we've been able to incorporate other kinds of menu items on it. So yeah, we've done pizza days, we've done mac and cheese days, you know, we, we do a, a whole array of menu items. That's so cool. And <laughs> now finally, for people who just want to help with a donation or know more about you, where, where can uh, they yeah. find you? Yeah, so we are on Facebook, um, Instagram, and of course, our website, chiliesonwheels.org. You can make a donation there. Um, and and check out all that we do we do all we do other stuff too we do clothing drives we do uh like personal care packages with toothbrushes and 
toothpaste, cruelty-free toothpaste and soap and stuff. So we do all other kind of support to the community, all vegan, of course, and cruelty-free. And uh, if someone is in the neighborhood, where where can they find you, like, you know, physically? Yeah, so every Saturday we distribute food at 1 o'clock in Tompkins Square Park in the Lower East Side. Um, again, you can check our Facebook, especially for the details on our day-to-day. Okay, and so clothing and cruelty-free personal care products as well. Yeah, you have other plans to expand because I, 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 that sounds like you you're growing quite a bit there as well. It's, yeah, it's not we just have, chilies. We have a, thank you so much. Yeah, we have a we have a, a big project coming up. It's not going to be announced just yet. You have to uh, you know stay tuned to our website. It's going to be coming out in the beginning of November um, of a of a new plan of phase three of growth for Chili's on Wheels and we're very excited so we'll just have to we'll just have to sit and wait <laughs> okay so beginning of November you said that's correct yes also one last thing uh, people in New York City that would like to that have no plans for Thanksgiving or have later plans we will be having our annual Thanksgiving feast for the community last year we fed around 400 people and this year we want to be able to double that so it will be in Tompkins Court Park from 12 to 2 uh, on Thanksgiving Day, which I believe it's the 24th of November. Okay, so 24th of November, Thanksgiving Day, Tompkins Square. Yeah? Yes. Did I get that right? Uh, how about we aim for an even thousand? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. We'll try to, we'll try to aim to, to, to double what we spent last year. So let's see what we can do. Okay, so if anyone's listening to this and they don't have plans for thanksgiving or they want to spend it a bit differently chili's on wheels and and their um thanksgiving feast yeah that's the place to be cool hey, <laughs> thank you so much michelle for well first of all thank you for everything that you do thank I, you i think this is a great project and i really wish you all the best with your expansion plans and with your funding, like I said, um, I think we're moving in the right direction. I think there's also, yes, there are financial interests in the background that are opposed to, to what you do. But even those will be less and less of an influence in the future. So um, I really wish you all the best for that. And thank you so much for, for joining me on the show today. And uh, yeah, thank, thank Ollie as well. For, yeah for coming thank on. you for having us yeah yeah it's great thank you so much cool thanks guys <laughs> bye vegan peace great bye right so this is the end of the first vegan charity of the month episode on the plant-based entrepreneur show i really hope you enjoyed it and if you can spare the time or money to do some good it would be totally awesome if you can help michelle and ollie to make chilies on wheels even bigger also, if you know another vegan charity or non-profit organization that should get a spot on the show, let me know about it on jerry at theplantbasedentrepreneur.com. And speaking of suggestions and comments, I've received a couple of emails this past week asking how to subscribe to the show. 
So just to answer those questions, we'll be on iTunes in a couple of weeks. But for now, the best way is to get on our email list, which you can do online at theplanbasedentrepreneur.com, which is our homepage. Or follow us on Twitter, of course, at pbentrepreneur. And this is where you'll also get daily updates on new and inspiring vegan brands, startups, and products that are coming out. So until next week, thank you for tuning in. Stay amazing. And remember, the future is plant-based.